I know this is going to be a day late, but Jack Hughes participating in the Breakaway Challenge, being a part of more All-Star Festives, hey, nothing wrong with that. Also, is it time to call our friends at the Army and get a tank for the New Jersey Devils? Because I don't think we should be sellers, but should we be tankers? Wait a minute, isn't that the same thing? Well, I have some news for you. We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And I hope you're enjoying the All-Star Weekend Festive so far. Uh, at the time of this recording, uh, the Breakaway Challenge has not happened yet. Jack Hughes is one of five participants, and I'm really looking forward to watching him tonight. He'll be taking on people like Kaprizov, Zgras, Debrinkat, and Petrangelo. So I'm really looking forward to Jack Hughes just basically showcasing his skills in the Breakaway Challenge. Like I said, when this episode goes live, the event will already have taken place. So make sure you get out your phone and vote. Well, technically, I, I hope you got out your phone and voted. This is a little confusing. But at the same time, I'm really glad that Jack Hughes gets to showcase his overall skill in the breakaway challenge it i i wish i talked about this a couple days ago but like i said devils on a six game losing streak had to take care of some other business but at the same time i'm really glad that jack hughes is getting the chance to really just showcase his talent to the entire nhl world even if it is the breakaway challenge but look guys he's participating in the all-star game and the breakaway challenge so for any of my nuanced listeners uh the breakaway challenge is sort of like the slam dunk challenge in the nhl it gives players a chance to just basically just show off some flair uniqueness and just basically try to add their own finesse to a breakaway and you and they'll be judged for it and also you know you get the opportunity to get out your phone and vote it like i said already took place when this episode goes live but at the same time just giving you guys sort of that overall picture and like i said uh jack hughes being named an all-star and also him just participating in other all-star weekend festives actually goes a much longer way than people realize so very happy for the kid and i wish jesper brat was given that same opportunity as jack hughes i know i've talked about it before in an episode but i really feel as though um jesper brat needs more attention just because jack hughes is not in the position he is without jesper brat so like i said i feel as though jesper brat and i'm not alone in this i feel like he's been uh snubbed this year he's been racking up career highs and overall he's the person who was keeping the devils afloat in the metropolitan division while jack hughes was out with his shoulder injury so i'm glad that jack hughes was able to come back and just redominate himself and put his name back on the board but at the same time don't forget, Jesper Brat is also averaging about a point per game, same as Jack Hughes. And it's been a while since we've seen a couple Devils players average a point per game uh, in the same season. So overall, I'm really happy for Jack Hughes, but I just wish Jesper Brat was given more respect. But at the same time, nothing we could do about it there. Really excited to see what Jack Hughes does later in the All-Star game. And also my apologies for not posting an episode yesterday. I might do a bonus episode if Jack Hughes does something amazing in the All-Star game. Might do a bonus episode and just uh, give you guys my overall reactions. If not, then maybe I'll do a Locked 
on now on my Twitter page, whatever the case might be. But really excited to see what Jack Hughes does in the All-Star game. I really hope he does have some sort of impact. I really hope he's able to rack up at least an assist or maybe have a good plus minus, whatever the case might be. So looking forward to the kid participating in uh, the All-Star weekend festivities. Now, uh, on to some miscellaneous news, uh, if you would. So, uh, P.K. Subban revealed something very interesting on his Instagram. Don't worry, it's nothing controversial or anything, but he basically posted a picture saying uh, the, the news that was breaking, saying that he will appear in the new Jackass movie where he will shoot slap shots to test the protectiveness of a jockstrap. So basically, if you haven't seen the picture, uh, it's basically a still frame uh, picture, if that's the correct terminology, of P.K. Subban winding up for a slap shot, and then there's uh, a, a jackass stuntman, whatever the case might be, in that uh Full man spread, wearing a jock strap, and basically, I think PK Subban is going to be trying to aim for his sensitive areas. So, uh, this is probably the stupidest news that I've ever had to report on. But at the same time, I just felt as though it was too funny not to talk about. So, uh, what testing the protectiveness of a jock strap? Um, oof, uh, not something I would do to to test it because you know that puck. Uh, it comes fast and it comes hard, and even if you are wearing a cup, based on someone who has played sports before, when you get hit there, it still hurts a little bit. Like, I play baseball, and, you know, you're required to wear a cup in baseball. You know, sometimes it can get hit awkwardly or things of that nature. Like I said, the, the, the goalie in which P.K. Subban is shooting the puck to, he's in full man spread. I'm, I'm sorry if this is getting a little too graphic for anyone, but like I said, I just felt like it was so funny that I just wanted to talk about it. So, P.K. Subban will be in the new Jackass movie. So, um, uh, will, will, will I see the Jackass movie? I personally don't think so. It's not really my cup of tea. I think it's very stupid. And I, and personally, I just don't find any interest in that. I love stunts. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel like there's just a limit and there's just like a gray area that these guys have completely crossed over, but I get that's how they get paid. That's what they do. They are professionals. I, I would assume. So I'm not really going to judge them in that regards. If that's what they want to do, go at it. But for me, I kind of like uh, my body how it is. So I don't want to hurt myself in that regards, but that'll be actually very interesting. Hopefully that scene will be released to YouTube uh, sooner rather than later. Maybe someone will bootleg it. I don't know what the case might be, but I would actually like to uh, check out that scene and see what could potentially happen so in my opinion uh i think the 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 jock strap will like break i think the cup thing will will break if if that's what pk suban is sort of aiming for like i said guys this is like the weirdest news i've ever had to cover it's also one of the stupidest things i've ever had to cover but at the same time i i just found it way too funny not to talk about so once again pk suban will be in the new jackass movie and um yeah so very very um uh, interesting to say the least. I, I I really don't know, but like I said, I don't really have m- more news on it than that. Just gave you guys my first initial reactions to it, so I'm kind of not surprised that PK Subban would do a thing like this. Like I've said in prior episodes. Uh, P.K. Subban, he's just big in the media. Remember, you saw him on ESPN during the course of the playoffs, giving his full analysis with ESPN, things of that nature. So P.K. Subban, you know, uh, aside from being a mediocre hockey player, he's also big in the spotlight. He's big on just doing these media appearances and basically just being this big personality. I think it's one of the reasons why Taylor Hall was ticked off at him. But at the same time, guys, uh, this is, I I guess, somewhat decent publicity for the New Jersey Devils. Like I said, uh, anything to get hockey on the map if it's something like this uh, that's interesting and uh, those slap shots especially from P.K. Subban just ask Nico Heizer they 
hurt. If you don't know what I'm referring to, I believe in a game against the Washington Capitals last season, uh, Nico Heizer took a puck to the face from P.K. Subban. Uh, it was an accident, just wrong place, wrong time. And uh, unfortunately, Nico Heizer had to go on the injured list once again. So ultimately, um, I, I think this is going to leave a couple marks on the jackass guy. And quite honestly, I don't know. What makes you just, I, I have this question. What makes you just roll out of bed and just say, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wear nothing but a jock strap. Or, you know, he's wearing some other uh, protective equipment. But, you know, the overall thing is to test a jock strap. I'm going to go out, find an NHL player who is a former Norris Trophy winner. So, you know, he has a hard slap shot because you know that's what P.K. Subban likes to do. And sometimes that's what results in uh, his shots getting blocked or redirected. But that's a, uh, a story for another time. I'm going to wake up. One day, I'm going to wear a jockstrap, and I'm going to find an NHL player, and he's going to shoot slap shots at me, and I'm going to test the protectiveness of a jockstrap. What makes you get out of bed wanting to test that? Are you trying to get yourself killed? So, like I said, will I check out the movie for that particular reason? Definitely, probably not. It's not really something that interests me. I think I'll just be squirming a little too much because I'm just like, why would someone want to put their body through this? Like, this is torture. Like, seriously, like, some of the stuff that these guys do is just absolutely uh, nothing but torture. So, um, at the same time, if you want to do it, go nuts, but just please don't get yourself killed. And plus, I'm sure the network for whatever TV uh, station they work for, I'm sure they have hella, hella waivers because I, 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 I would like to know uh, what their hospital bills are like or do they have their doctors on standby and like they just have to call their up their doctor and say, uh, yeah, so they're at the rink testing the protectiveness of jock straps and they have an NHL player with them on um, doctors probably like, uh, oh, yeah, say, say no more. Say no more. We'll, we'll be here on standby. Hey, nurse, um, uh, be prepared for one of the stuntmen from Jackass to um, uh, make a untimely visit. So anyway, I'm kind of done on talking about that. I thought that was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, guys, so uh, there, there's some miscellaneous news for you. And there's something for you to think about uh, if you're ever looking to go to the movies. Wouldn't take your kids to it. But, you know, if you're looking for a date night or if, uh, if you're just going to the movies casually, uh, maybe check out Jackass. I don't know when it releases and I'm not going to promote it, but at the same time, you know, uh, that j- just putting that out there. So, uh, I think I've talked about Jackass long enough, but here's something that might interest you guys even more. It is betonline.net. Remember, they changed up their web address. So, BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game in a couple days. Super Bowl Sunday, baby. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all the sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has the minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline, where the game starts. And now, the second library comes from one of our OG sponsors, RockAuto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer? Choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry, you have computers with access to RockAuto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using RockAuto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? RockAuto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. RockAuto.com 
Amazon's prices are reliably low for every consumer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com, everybody. Okay, so this next topic is more of a follow up from the previous episode. So if you guys haven't checked that out, I basically talked about whether or not the Devils should sell their team. And I'm going to catch you guys up if you haven't uh, listened to the episode yet. But Overall, I don't believe the New Jersey Devils should sell their team. Now, I'm not saying, like, don't be sellers at the deadline. You know, put out a few feelers, see what you could potentially get. I, I remember talking to Michael of Locked On Leafs, and I said, like, if you could give me a first-round draft pick at least for Damon Severson, I would at least entertain the thought because it's a first-round draft pick. Even though it's the Toronto Maple Leafs, it won't be relatively high, but maybe we could get good value out of it because, let's face it, Damon Severson, he's a bit of a bonehead. He does provide great offense for our defensive end however it's just like is Damon Severson a long-term solution we have him signed to this year and next year I would say if I'm Tom Fitzgerald I put out a few feelers but I don't get serious about it until next season and if Damon Severson or uh, somebody else is just not stepping up their game then maybe you just uh, ship them out but at the same time I feel as though this year is not really a fair year to assess the New Jersey Devils as to whether or not they could potentially be a wild card team wherever the case might be because remember missing Dougie Hamilton missing Mackenzie Blackwood we've had players in and out of COVID protocol uh, we're a little too top heavy with Jesper Bra and Jack Hughes and overall it's just like some players just haven't really worked out so far so you know uh, I don't think any of our signings of Dougie Hamilton Jonathan Bernier and Thomas Tatar has really paid dividends so far because let's face it Dougie Hamilton uh, we haven't seen him since early January now I get it he's like one of our top uh, shots on goal guy and and he's also a great defenseman. But at the same time, we're not really getting the full uh, experience with Dougie Hamilton right now, if we're being completely honest with ourselves. Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, you know, he he was given a reliable backup goalie in Jonathan Bernier. However, Bernier is now injured and he is out for the rest of the year. And we are concerned about his overall future. And then uh, with Thomas Tatar, he's had his moments, but nothing impressive because I was expecting Thomas Tatar from a couple of years ago when he led the Montreal Canadiens in scoring. I, I said his defense would be a problem, but I said if you put him with a decent two-way player of Nico Heizer and Jesper Bratt, I think he would do just fine. But I didn't expect Jesper Bratt to be this good this year. I certainly did not expect Jesper Bratt to be in the running for an all-star position. And then uh, Nico Heizer is just like, we're not really helping him or giving him any favors by uh, you know, not surrounding him with a decent enough players. But the thing is, like, you know, you got Jack Hughes, you got Jesper Brock, you can't really separate them. But that's definitely a conversation I will have in the future. But overall, um, the, the the next part of this is like, okay, so we won't be like full fledged sellers. We'll put out a few feelers if something is you know too good to pass up, then by all means capitalize on it. So like I said, Damon Severson, if you want to trade him, at least try to get a first round draft pick out of it. We did the same thing for Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac. Travis Zajac is now retired. Kyle Palmieri has taken five steps backwards. And, you know, I can't talk junk about the New York Islanders just because, um, you know, they're, they're ahead of us in the standings now. I did at the beginning of the year. But overall, it's just like, you know, they, they signed him to a long-term extension and he's not really living up to it right now. So that would be kind of trouble but overall it's just like um the the next part of this if we're not gonna be full-fledged sellers are we going to be tanking 
for a higher draft position. We kind of did this last year. Like, I think we gave up sort of like midseason, which is why we lost like, what, like 10 or 12 games in a row. And uh, it was just like, it was hard for us to muster up a point. We got off to a pretty decent start, but then we just kind of fell off a little bit. We were never the same after our two-week COVID hiatus. And then we tanked and uh, we got lucky with um, with Luke Hughes because Luke Hughes was projected to be the first overall pick for a good amount of time unfortunately he had a foot injury and that kind of dropped him a couple positions and his teammate uh Owen Power moved up in the rankings just a little bit so uh it does raise the question should the New Jersey Devils if we're not going to be sellers are we going to be tankers now here's the thing guys you're probably thinking to yourself Trey we have to be sellers in order to tank and I'm just like not necessarily. There are two different things. So if you're selling, it means you're gutting the team and you're basically going to lose by default. Like you have no choice. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So like if we got the team, if we were to trade hypothetically, this is just a complete hypothetical scenario. If we were to trade Jack Hughes, Jesper Brat, uh, Nico Heischer, if we were to trade those guys out, we're going to lose by default more times than not because we don't have the, the pieces to compete anymore. Like look at us now. We, we're, we're not losing because we want to lose. We're losing because we don't have any any goaltending we're relying on John Gillies and Akira Schmid and that it's not a recipe for success so you know that there's a difference between losing by default and then just losing by choice so if you're losing by choice you know you have the pieces to win but you don't use them as often so like think of it from this scenario we have Jack Hughes on our roster Jesper Brat, Nico Heizer let's just say we're fully like quote-unquote healthy for right now like we have enough pieces to compete for at least a win but Lindy Ruff decides to say, hey, you know what, Jack, you're not going to play as many shifts as you would normally would. You're not going to close out the game uh, because we're trying to like lose this game. But we're going to you know, give you some rounds just to make sure that uh, the, the NHL doesn't come down on us. So there's a difference between tanking and then selling. So one is by default. The other is by choice. And the Devils right now, we're kind of in a default situation. And it, it, like I said, it is an interesting topic. Should we just tank and get a higher draft pick as a result? Okay, so you're probably wondering what my answer is in terms of tanking. Should we join the Sharks? Should we join the Coyotes? Should we be amongst other NHL teams in a quest for getting a higher draft position? Ultimately, guys, I don't think the New Jersey Devils should be tanking because let's face it. So I, I, I know we're, we're we're kind of in a in a in a frenzy right now because I don't think we should be sellers and I don't think we should be tanking either. I think we just gotta play this season like how it is, take the whipping how it is, and wherever the cookie crumbles, we should just go with it. I I personally don't think we're in a position to be tanking because let's face it, we got Jack Hughes, we got Nico Heizer, both are former first overall picks. Then we got Dawson Mercer, he's doing pretty decent in his rookie year. We got Alexander Holtz, who is lighting it up for the Comets. Unfortunately, it just doesn't seem he could carve out a role right now at the NHL level. And, um, you know, I had a listener say that maybe we should just draft a goalie. Ultimately, I don't think that's going to help us much because I, are, are we going to draft a goalie who's like ready for the NHL and ready to help us win games like ASA now? Like I've been saying that a lot lately in this show. So ultimately, I, I just don't think tanking is the answer for the New Jersey Devils. I just don't think it's in our best interest because we're already one of the youngest teams in the NHL. We have one of we have the youngest captain in the NHL as well. So it's just like, what's tanking going to do? Like what what's getting a higher draft pick going to do? 
do. We already got our guy, Luke Hughes. Like, literally, like, the, the whole conversation last year was just trying to tank to get Luke Hughes, the, the younger brother of Jack Hughes. So that way, Jack Hughes is more inclined to sign an extension. And then we have two Hughes brothers to develop. We have one on the offensive end, and we have one on the defensive end. Now, look. I am open. I, I'm an open book. So I would love to maybe like, you know, talk to draft experts and maybe talk to, uh, you know, other fans in terms of should we tank or not. But personally, I just think with the personnel we have, we should not be tanking because like we, we should be going out and competing for games. But at the same time, it's just like I, I, I think uh, getting a wild card spot, while it's not out of the realm of possibility, it's certainly getting more and more and more and more and more unlikely because, you know, while the Bruins and Red Wings continue to, like, you know, do somewhat decently, we continue to struggle. So it's just like, I don't know which New Jersey Devils team I'm going to get. So ultimately, guys, I just don't think tanking is the answer for us. I don't think selling the team is the answer either. I think with where, we're all, where we are currently, excuse me, we just got to slug it out. And look, I know that's probably not what you want to hear. You're probably saying, Trey, I want to see some trades. I want to see the devils just try to start fresh that is not the answer we cannot start over we have worked way too far from the start to be starting over once again like we already have our centerpieces there's no point in selling the team do not sell the team unless you know you could get something for pk suban and maybe take half of his contract uh, or maybe you could get something for severson i don't know or or johnson i don't know what the case might be maybe just do one don't do like all three don't try to you know put out feelers for all of them just try to deal one away and see if you maybe you can get a first round pick whatever the case might be but at the same time tanking is not the answer for the new jersey devils i i i just feel as though we we just got to slug it out and just try again next year because we we have bernier signed for two years we got uh tatar signed for two years we got dougie hamilton signed for what seven years we got jack hughes signed to what an eight-year extension as well we're gonna re-sign yes for broad barring anything catastrophic so ultimately at the end of the day for the new jersey devils keep with with what you got right now and then you know just 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 try to reset uh, relocate your bearings but at the same time guys just think of the narratives that were not in the favor of the new jersey Devils. so ultimately when talking about tanking be very cautious when talking about selling be very cautious but it's interesting to say the least and you know i'm like i said i'm an open book so maybe there will come a time where i'll be open to tanking maybe if we get the first overall pick you know hey i take that we could get three first overall uh picks onto our onto our roster we got nico heizer jack hughes and then the future first overall pick whoever that might be but ultimately i just think it's a little too early to be tanking for the devils especially with the personnel that we have and um look i get it injuries suck COVID sucks uh, other things suck, including maybe our coaching staff. At the end of the day, it's just like, you know, we just got to take a couple steps backwards. So that's my overall opinion. Let me know what you guys think. Should the Devils be sellers? Should they be tankers? Should maybe they be buyers? Should we just try this again and try to compete for maybe that final wild card spot? There's a whole bunch of options for the Devils, and I don't think people realize it. So let me know what you guys think on Twitter. Curious to hear your thoughts. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you guys. Uh, Thanks for listening. Go Devils. Watch Jack Hughes in the All-Star game. I predict, and let's do my bold prediction. I think Jack Hughes will tally up at least an assist in this game. So uh, a bad game for him is just obviously zeros on the board. So I think my moderate expectations for Jack Hughes is anywhere from one to assist. And if he has a great game, I'd say a goal and assist.
So that's my overall prediction for Jack Hughes. So let me know what you guys think. Like I said, as for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you guys. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. Looking forward to the All-Star Game. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.